build in my name Okay, it's time to pass that crown If I call you my friend, then I mean it I ain't gonna say that word too much What the fuck is up, everyone? Welcome back to Smoking from the Sideline It's your boy, Gio I'm here with my man, Kenny What's up, guys? What's up, brother? How you doing today, man? I know you had a very, very long day at work Oh, sleepy It wasn't a long day at work, <laughs> but I was up Late last night, and we were getting pedos yesterday too. Oh, so. dude, yeah, it was early too. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. We started doing the fundraiser early in the day too, so we were like, Fuck started drinking before I started one, eating. Baby. <laughs> I know, dude. I'm saying you guzzled down that sandwich really quickly. Oh, I had to. I was like, I had to, I had to soak up the <laughs> alcohol that was already in my stomach. And then we got Alexis right here as well. We can't forget to announce the man himself, the man with the hottest OnlyFans right now in the market. Yes, Need sir. to go check out that fire content. And then, yeah, let's get to talking about the fights this weekend, bro. Fucking Max Holloway versus Yair Rodriguez. A Man. fucking classic already. Man. What did you think about it, bro? That was a fucking firefight, to say the least, dude. Oh, damn. That shit was crazy. I mean, um, I mean, looking back at it, the first two rounds weren't probably as, as crazy as we had thought at, at first. I mean, they were back and forth, but we thought, you know, like Yair was fucking taking it to him and he, he was hitting max with some shots but um when i look back at it max is just he did more even though he was taking some shots you know but mm-hmm. he was dishing out more you know the whole fight you know um but i, I mean i still give it like four to one i i, I still think like yeah he had got like a good maybe first round second round i could see maybe swinging to him but um shit i mean for taking two years off to come back and, and fucking ridiculous to stand toe to toe with Max, bro. That shit was nuts. Yeah, dude, I was very so impressive, impressed. though. Very impressive, dude. I, he, like, even though you lose, you're not leaving a loser. You know, in the eyes of the the man himself, Dana White, who's giving him so much credit, being like, "Oh man, he's looking like a dog out here against a guy like Max, who could notably he could be the champion right now." You know, you never know with the different set of judges, he could have been the champion. But to see him go out and perform the way he did, bro, I was so impressed. Just because. I mean, like, Max is a guy that you think in the striking area, he's going to have the dominance always. So whenever I see someone have, like, a little bit of a heads up on him, I'm like, oh, shit. You know, in those first two rounds, they did have me really worried because his leg was getting beat the fuck up every time. And then his willingness to walk through those and just keep coming forward, I was just like, what the fuck, Connor? You're the biggest bitch I know, bro. Max Holloway makes you look like a pussy, dog. <laughs> like, it, just because I'm like, dude. How how do you not wear after time? Like I know it started to look like he was switching stances, you know, trying to get out of there. But at the same time, like nah, bro. Like he's his ability to just be like to take a shot and then come back, land a couple more, you know, just to be so down and be so game for that. It just impresses me every time. But do you think that's good for his career in the long run? Um, it's not good for his brain. I I I, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. But shit, I mean, he's put he's going out there showing that he he's a dog. You know, he has a chin. He has, he's fucking tough, dude. Those Hawaiians, I mean, they're something, they're a different breed, bro. I swear. Uh, but Max just showed that he's, he's just that, he's just that step above everybody, you know, and he went toe to toe with one of the most dangerous strikers in the division. Mm-hmm. And he showed that he can take a fucking punch, an elbow, a kick. He, and he was getting hit with some flush strikes, bro, like some crazy kicks, some, some fucking elbows. I mean, some spinning attacks. It was. I mean, Yair was trying to throw everything but the kitchen sink at him, you know. And yeah, um, I mean, I'm just impressed that Max was able to. To, I mean, his face didn't start showing damage until towards the end, you know. But 
to take those shots and not even get cut open until know, way later, you know? And I'm like, it's man, insane. this fucking guy's tough, but. Most fights, yeah. Most fights without knockdown. Most fighting time, yeah. I think, without a knockdown. Yeah, I I dude. I, there was moments too where he had gotten clipped, and I was like, "Oh no, this is gonna be. Uh, we're gonna call this shit a night soon for my boy Max." You know what I mean? I was like, "Oh, you're about to get smoked, bro." But like, we this is smoking from the sidelines. <laughs> oh, Spark shit. that baby blunt right there. Spark that little doobie doobie. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bro. Honestly, I was just like I'm telling you, I was just so impressed by his performance and. At first, I didn't want to give him the credit too. I was like, "Oh, because it's against Yair, you're, you know." You're gonna be like, like kind of biased. Yeah, because because I mean, it's I think it was because I didn't give Yair a lot of credit. Like going into this, I was like, Yair is like someone that, whenever it comes to like top talent, he's like folded, you know. And I was thinking he like, kind of has like that Charles in his head, in my head, to me, you know, where he can like kind of give up a little bit. But at the same time, I'm like, nah, he showed every bit of dog that he had inside of him in this fight, and even more, you know, like his foot. I'm pretty sure, bro, like you said, when you noticed it, it was probably swollen and fucking, it was probably broken in like a third round. And bro. he just stopped throwing it. And I didn't even realize. It just, something seemed weird when he threw the kick and then just straight through, like landed on his back and pulled guard. Yeah. And they didn't try to get up or nothing, you know. I'm like, ah. And as they're grappling and doing the exchanges on the it. ground, I'm like, you know what? Something's up with his foot. That shit's really fat right now. And, um, Sure shit, at the end of the fight, it was all purple and blue and all kinds of colors and all inflated like a balloon. Yeah, no, My foot bro. was a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was just it was just that much more impressive that he stood on his feet afterwards. I mean, the fourth and fifth round, he was on his feet Dude, throwing. I think he was throwing, still throwing kicks. I know, yeah. That guy's fucking nuts, man. I mean, yeah, he is a dog, though. I give him to him. I mean, he took two years off. Maybe he had people wondering if this guy the real deal. Is he going to come back and fight or whoop-de-whoop and got a top contender fight mm -hmm. and showed that he's he's a top five fighter. You know, he, he deserves his number three rank, you know, as of right now. So mm -hmm. um, he's going to take, shit, I don't know, it's, I'd say at least six months off. Especially with that injury. Yeah, yeah you have to. So, just to recover alone is going to be a couple months. I have no idea what's in store for him. I have no idea what's in store for Max other than maybe a title fight. I mean, they didn't even call out the champion. He said, you know what? You To to be the best, you got to beat the best. And the best is blessed. Oh, <laughs> damn. I love that. Honestly, <laughs> I love that line. He always says that shit all the time. But it just, it's so sweet in my head. I'm like, hell yeah, bro. You are the best. But I seen Volkanovski. He went on Ariel Hawani's show today. And he was like... He can tout whatever fucking bullshit narrative he wants. He's like, I have two wins over him at the end of the day. And I was like, I got to give it to him. Like, he does have two wins over him, so I can't even say shit, you know? But I'm, I honestly, they have to make that fight. They have to. Like, who else are they going to give Volkanovski? And then who else are they going to give Max right now? Like, Max beats everybody else in the division at the moment, at least top fighters. And, dude, I was thinking about this shit today, too. 145 has to be one of the most interesting divisions as far as the fights go. Not like even though the names aren't so crazy on there sometimes, you know, like you can kind of get faded away by some of the other big notable names in other divisions. As far as like the matchups go, it's mostly striker matchups. There's hardly any heavy grapplers in there. It's mostly strikers at the very top right now. Like we got Giga. He's going to fight Calvin Cater next. That's another striker right there, too. There's fucking Iga at the top, you know. And we just we just got these guys that give out these shows every time. So I'm excited to see what Yair puts on in the future. They're both super fucking young. But yeah, man, I don't know. Who, who you got next? Do you want to see the rematch or what do you got? I mean, there's really nothing. Next, like? I mean, if we're being logical, 
Right. You know, of course, the UFC don't use logic. Not know, all the time, no. Um, it's Max is next. You know, Volkan Max three, but I mean, I don't see Vol- a Volkanovski denying it. You know, like nah, I don't said he wanted it. Him. Yeah, he, he's like, I want it. He's des- he honestly he's fought his way back. Mm-hmm. You know, he's there's, they're giving him top guys, and not even you know, Cater was what ranked sixth or seventh at the time. I think sixth. Risk risked his number one spot to to fight him, beat the shit out of him. Took on um. Yeah, it. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, that's it's it's title fighter. I mean, Max, it'll take he'll take another fight. He would. He'll fuck it. You Max or Volk doesn't want to fight me. Psh, give me. Because did you? Yeah, I mean, if Artega you think about it, the again? way he no. was talking about it, bro, he's kind of just like. TKZ, like, maybe? Whatever, like, I'm down for whatever. He's like, I'm in the short list for a Connor fight always. But TKZ, you know? he's like this right now. He's not. But he he did say, too, like, in his head, I'm like, dude, I think he's trying to set other shit up, too, because he's like, like, he mentioned it twice mm. up 55. And in my head, I'm like, all right, he said, I have, I'm on the short list always for Connor. And then on top of that, I have a win over the, champ, the champion at 155. And so with that, I was like, oh, so he's not just looking at this fight. Like, he's literally looking at whatever fight's next. He's like, fuck it. In my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're, you're 2 0, and you know you're 2 0. So you're like, fuck it. If this fight comes up again, I'm down. But if not, then I have all these other interesting options. And he's one of the biggest names in the UFC. And he's one that everybody fucking loves to see fight. And then just his personality itself, it gets you so interested in everything he has to say throughout the week, too. Yeah. I mean, Max, he's probably going to take a few months off, enjoy his, uh, his son, you know, family time, whatnot. But I don't see him taking much time off. We'll see him early next year, uh, maybe February, March, around there. What are some other fights on this card that you want to talk about that were notable for you? You know, I I was really hyped about Joel uh, Alvarez coming into this fight because he was taking on Moises, uh, or Thiago Moises. He's a ranked uh, 155-er. Um, he just, I mean... I don't know if he just lost to Makachev. Did he just lose his last fight? With um, I, I believe think so. He got yeah, yeah, yeah. He lost. No, he lost by decision, I believe. Mm. Remember, he, he dragged down Makachev to the end. That's why people were like, oh, I don't know. He's not a finisher oh, when it comes to big events, right, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. I think that was before his little submission streak then. Exactly. Oh, okay. No, this is actually just his last fight. Right before Hooker. Fought Makachev, or he, he fought uh, Moises for the main event because they had that Rafael oh, Dos Anjos fight booked. Right. And then they rebooked this shit very again. Very lackluster <laughs> fight, I remember. Super boring. Super boring. Okay. Well, you know, I thought, okay, well, Joel Alvarez, I've been watching him since Good as fuck. since he made his de- debut. Yeah. He's and, a Spaniard. Espanol. And he tore him to shreds, bro. He just he killed him on the feet pretty much mm-hmm. and just put him out on the feet. And, I mean, it was a, I don't know, was it a standy take? TKO or, sworn, yeah. or it was like pretty much he wasn't defending himself and we'll have the highlight up and I mean Joel is just a dog bro he's he's a young guy coming from Europe that's it's just they're showing that Europe is still pumping out these these talented fighters you know yeah. and um, he's he's excited he's an exciting guy yeah especially I, yeah, I, I like the way he uh he, he finished him but it was yeah. a nice combo you know it wasn't just like a couple shots here and there he just you know, wanted to get him out of there. You know, mm. and it was very, very impressive. He utilizes his uh, his reach really well, and then on top of that, he's just he's very quick with his hands. And like you said, bro, Spain is they're producing some cool people. I mean, Ilya Taporia is another guy that's like 
very notable in my head already. Dude, he's only been in the UFC for three, four fights. And every single fight, I'm like, holy shit, this guy's a dog. He's going to come out looking like extremely hot. But Joel Alvarez, another guy, too, that looks good all the time. But the only thing that sucks about him is that this is, I think, his second fight in a row where he misses weight. And Dana was like, this is a guy that I'm not too sure about, you know, going into 155. Because if we don't know that you're going to make the weight class, this is similar to the Paulo Costa thing, you know? Can't, so We can't push you at that weight. Yeah. You know? And he's a big guy. He's a really big guy. For 155, bro, I can see him going up to 170. He he does look like a small 170, though. Yeah, you know, that's, that's the thing. He's like the in-betweeners, you know? Mm -hmm. that's, that's what kind of sucks. But. But in my head, I'm like, you, you could be like a Luque, you know? Like a Luque that ends up, like, filling in and shit. Maybe he just needs, like, a switch of, or like a... He needs help maybe with his nutrition. Yeah. You know, stuff leading up to the fight, not just trying to burn your calories away and your yeah, just water. Fucking, and, yeah, get all this water cut and just you know, bullshit diet. Yeah. I think maybe if he does it better months prior to camp. You know, I know I know there's a lot of short notice fights being being um, offered and you know, sometimes you want to hop on that, you know, but I think I mean for for your longevity, your career, and then, you know, you want to make a name for yourself in the UFC. You got to, you know, you got to be professional, man, you know, and make weight. I know, bro. You have to, have to, have to make weight. Like, this is one of the biggest parts of your job. It's the reason why you're fighting at the division that you're fighting at, bro. You got to make sure you get that shit handled. If not, yeah. The card overall, though, the other day was really, really good. I was actually surprised I, by it. I mean, it. I was surprised Ben Rothwell got finished on the Oh, my feet. God. Bro, my, my parlays were bullshit. Everything that I was going to bet, just all the, it was an underdog yesterday. It was a, yeah, know? it was a, Story it was a dog night. But dog I night. love to see it. I love to see it. I can't say I don't love to see it. But at the same time, if you're a betting man and you want to have, like, a cool streak of fights, you're like, fuck, it's very hard to bet this. But, yeah, Rothwell got finished by uh, Marcos Rogelio de Lima. Yep. Or Rogerio. Rogerio. Rogerio de Lima. 32 seconds into the first round. Starch that boy. I mean, he was throwing leather. As soon as he saw he was injured, he, he just, went for the hunt. He just went in for the kill, bro. And and Rothwell was just fucking on skates, bro. And, and I don't know if he went in for a takedown or he was like halfway going down to the ground. And de Lima just... Got him in a in a guillotine, yeah. but at that at that point, Herb was already calling the fight. Like, nah, Ben, you're you're done. And, and he uh, got clipped a couple times too, where he was like, oh, boom, boom, and they recovery, no, he throwing back, and then oh shit, and then he, he just hit the button on one and just turned off. No, yeah, he let him he let him go. You know, I, I mean, I I wasn't I wasn't fighting the stoppage at all. I thought it was I thought it was just. Yeah, and I'm not mad that he let it continue either. I actually love to see that. Especially when someone's like standing up, you know, not too too gone, you know. Right. I Get mean, it's not so. like a chaos Williams versus Miguel Beza. I mean, I knew Miguel Beza can throw some leather, but that dude don't have a chin, man. Bro, but the fight overall itself, yeah, it that's a, true. It was a banger. That's very sure. true. Like, back and forward. He just eats. Uh, I think it's, that's he true. He just eats some big shots. <laughs> yeah, and he does fight with his chin in there. And when he eats those shots, he gets rocked. He's been rocked by fucking. I think it was every a, fight he's been in. He's yeah, been rocked, dude. Yeah. I've, I can't remember the first fight that I ended up seeing him Matt in. Matt Brown? Matt Brown, yeah. He ended up getting that finish over Matt Brown, but after being hurt and being rocked a couple times. But in this fight, I thought he was performing so good. He was being a little bit dominant. He was Chaos chopping up good. Uh, Chaos's leg, too. Yeah, very well. And I thought he was being smart at not brawling, you know, not getting too caught up in those exchanges where he got caught in the pocket for too long. And then when he ended up getting caught in the pocket, Chaos brings that motherfucking Chaos and good turns guy. your lights off. Yeah, I mean, he... 
when I when I watched it in full full speed, I was like, what the fuck hit him? Because I didn't even see what hit, what knocked him out. Because Chaos was just kind of fucking throwing kind of wild a little bit. And then when they paid it back in slow-mo, I was like, oh, shit, it was the right hand that just got him right on the chin. And then the left followed up real, like right after real quick. And that's why he just went limp and hit the ground like he was he was done, man. Careful with that. that the coming unraveled a little bit. Damn, who wrote this? <laughs> you got to just hold it right or you have to like relick it. But it's getting pretty small. So am I burning shit? Bro, I don't know why I just keep thinking about this BMF show. I'm so excited to see the new episode. It was like one that just dropped the other day. Maybe like Friday or something like that. But all right, let's get back to the fucking card. What other fights were on the card that you were like, oh shit. Because right now, off the top of my head, I cannot remember a single thing. Uh, Song Yudong got a nice knockout. Oh, Song Yudong versus Julio Arce. Got a savage knockout. Put that Mm -hmm. guy flat on his face. Dude, Song Yudong is a fucking killer at 135. That and he has a chin. Fucking yoked. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker is built, you know? Like, he's built like a little little pit bull. He's one of those guys, I'm like, how the fuck do you make this weight class, bro? I have no idea how he makes one. But he is small. He's, like, very short. He's just stocky. He has a, like, Marlon Mariah's build. Yeah, he's, like, 5'7", 5'6", yeah. you know? So, I mean, I could see it. 135, probably natural weight at, like, 150, 160s, you know? So, he probably doesn't. And, he, I mean, he lives in California... Pretty sure he has good resources. He trains yeah. with Uriah Favor and them. So the Alpha Mike, honestly, I I like the Alpha Mike guys. Those dudes are dope. The whole gym itself too. I feel like they have a good good energy itself too. There's a lot of killers at that gym. It's just they haven't really been succeeding at the highest the highest levels lately. But you know they always bounce back. Yeah, I mean we had a whole night of finishes. Really, I mean the next good one was Sean Woodson. I mean I like that oh he, he he ripped the shit out of. Yes. Colin England, Colin England, Colin England's body, bro. I mean, he was hitting that liver just repetitive. He's just same combo, beep beep beep, liver shot, beep beep beep, liver shot, mm-hmm. and eventually, I mean, Colin couldn't take any more to the liver, bro. And he, I mean, he wasn't doing anything to defend it neither, you know. And I mean, you can't take those body shots, man. You could probably take shots to the face all night, mm-hmm. but those body shots, man, that shit put him down, and yeah, that was it. You know, it looked like literally he couldn't help but just go down. Like that last one that landed. Just was like, you can tell, if, like Woodson, what, you can tell Woodson was hurting with him, hurting him with it, because he already knew, like, oh, I'm hurting him, and that last one he just dug like <coughs> his whole shoulder and just ripped it right, right to that that liver, and that was it. I'm, I am, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty impressed by Wood, uh, by Woodson, just because like, I seen Kaposa say something on Twitter that I was like, yeah. I completely agree with this. I want to give the man credit for his idea. He said, I thought coming out of the contender series, this was a guy that was going to get completed, like completely eaten up in the UFC. Because in the contender series, his takedown defense was not so solid. And when he was on the ground, he couldn't really get up. So seeing him go in the future and his takedown defense getting better and better and better, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, shit, like this guy is looking like an absolute killer on his feet. So if he can keep this streak up of being able to stop the takedowns and then having someone have to deal with his range and size at that division, like, bro, he's going to be a fucking killer going forward. But it's always a style matchup, too, that's going to have some trouble. I mean, he's fucking built like a spider, bro. I mean, his arms are long as fuck, his legs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as it is, it's hard to get on in on somebody like that for a takedown, you know? And even if you are super grapple-heavy and, you know, you got good wrestling and whatnot, but, I mean, Colin... That's just joint. Colin couldn't get anything going. And um, 
It was a sad, sad day. It was a sad day for him. Bro. It <laughs> yeah. was a fast day for Sean, and it was a sad day for. They're both uh, contender series guys, right? Yep. I could have sworn I was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen this motherfucker before. And then lastly, uh, Mark DeCasey. I mean, oh my god, this is another guy got, that was on my fucking parlay too. Dude got finished like twice. It seemed like you know he took took a savage what, a kick or something to the. I forgot what it was. And dude. then he backed up, took a flying. Oh knee. no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was a right hand or something that landed first because he dazed him first. He stumbled back to the cage, and then as he is coming off the cage, Rafael Alvarez running into this fool, throwing that motherfucking flying knee through. He's like, ah! and then. As soon as he drops, he just <laughs> seizes the situation and they're like, all right, let me hop on this neck really quickly and just yanks that motherfucker. Oh, yeah, D.K.C. Casey tapped within seconds. Milliseconds. You know? And he was like, yeah, 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 I'm done, I'm done. There was no way, though, honestly. As soon as you're already rocked, too, and then you have to deal with the fucking submission that's tight as a motherfucker, you're probably already like, yeah, bro, I, I, I'm done. I feel it. I'm good. <laughs> no, thank you. Tap early, tap often, you know? Because <laughs> sometimes you see these guys in the UFC so... So down to just fucking pass out, you know? They're like, fuck it. I'm going to ride it out to the very fucking end. And out of my shield. This shit can't be healthy for you, bro. You know what I mean? Like, some Michael Bisping shit, like, I don't know. That just, just can't be healthy for you. I mean, the the highlight don't look cool either nah. for you. I mean, when you're lifeless on the ground, and then when you come to, you're like, oh, uh, fuck. What? What happened? I lost? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a sad, oh, sad day, man. bro. Do you want to talk about the the fights that happened last week? Uh, yeah, last week was huge. I UFC mean, 268. We had Usman defend his title successfully. Oh, my God, bro. Fucking run your mouth, Kobe Covington. You know, so. let's, let's touch on that really quickly. So, Kamaru Usman versus Kobe Covington, number two. I thought, I honestly didn't know what to expect. I, I, I was like, I, my part of me was like, oh, yeah, Usman's going to get the finish this time. It's going to be an easy fight for him. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, Kobe's working with new people. We haven't seen him a lot, but sometimes these guys can get big gains in just a small amount of time, especially when you're working with the new trainer. So I was like, all right, I don't know what's going to happen here. And then the fight happened itself. It was a super close fight again, which in my eyes kind of surprised me because I thought that Kamaru, even in the end, like I didn't think he had any moments where he was like really injured or badly caught like the last fights because in the other fights, he was getting clipped often. And he was so willing to brawl in exchange. But this fight just was a more measured one. Not so exciting as like the last one for sure. No, it wasn't as... I mean, I didn't have it going 2-2 into the fifth like I did in the first fight. You know, this one was like an easy 4-1. to one. Maybe Kobe might have skated with, with, with one round. But, I mean... Ultimately, just, I think the judges, one of them gave him 49-40. Yeah, I think just because sure. uh, Kobe had a good... I think it was like a fourth round. Yeah, third or fourth round. I can't remember. To say Kobe didn't have his moments would no, be wrong. Kobe, I mean, he he shows that he he improved his game. Um, I mean, he took a punch a whole lot better. Um, ultimately, he 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 just looked like he worked on his boxing, his head movement, even mixed it up with the grappling, which was was interesting. You know, he didn't uh, complete a takedown, but they had a nice little grappling exchange that you know Usman did like a fucking crazy little flip to yeah. make sure he didn't end up in in bottom position oh yeah he chest wrapped him and um it was it was it was exciting it was interesting but not nowhere near as close as the first fight what do you want to see next for Kamaru and kobe um because because well, this is a perfect time to talk about this too because a very interesting thing happened throughout last week something like that right 
Leon Edwards versus Masvidal was supposed to be the next big fight at welterweight. This could be a possible t- cut, like title fight contendership. So now that that fight is completely fizzled out, Masvidal is out with an injury. Maybe Colby and him can be matched, like matched up to be on the Ultimate Fighter, and then Kamaru Usman versus Leon Edwards. Do you want to see that, or what do you want to see next for Kamaru? Um, I think that's that's next. Leon versus Usman. You know, uh, Leon's been taking everybody. You know that he's been offered, and I think Dana is going to repay him. You know, probably. Yeah. I don't think we have anything lined up for February of uh, next year. I'm not sure if uh, Usman wants to do like a, you know, a uh, Black History Month type of thing, and he come through and main event the pay per view for that month. Yeah, and maybe Izzy. I mean, who knows? That'll be pretty exciting. Um, I don't think there's anything booked for February yet, so that'd be interesting. Uh, Leon him and and Usman February gives uh, Usman two months off, two and a half months off. Same thing, Leon can keep training, training you know, so, uh, yeah, I think that's that's fair. Uh, yeah, Honestly, and then Colby Masvidal for the Ultimate Fighter, right? I mean, why I not? Mean, That'd be story, so interesting. The story's already built. Yeah, know, and sure. then Colby is a pretty much a WWE star that is so much bigger than life, so he'd fit perfectly into an actual reality show. If he can just turn that up to 10, and then every time <laughs> that they clip the series, they can get oh, his best sure. highlight moments, you know? I think they'll have one of the... Most drama, like, seasons, if they have those two. Um, but I don't know. Is, is there already talks with uh, 170? There's going to be the the coaches or what, what's no, what's the I, word? I, I've just seen that be around pretty often. But I think the guys that are going to be fighting are going to be, like, heavyweights next year. Heavyweights, and I think it's a female one, too. I forget what it is exactly. Yeah, I'm not too sure what they're going to want to do. Because usually it's champions that they 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 put they put the champion against the challenger, mm-hmm. you know. So we'll, we'll see. Maybe it ends up being Usman and uh, Leon. I mean, that doesn't but, sound like it'll sell, but but Chell's been on there multiple times too. Because Chell is just a good blabbermouth, you know. And he's just someone that can constantly talk shit and be really good at it. So you're like, all right, I can see them being like, fuck it, Kobe. You know what? You talk shit well, Masvidal. You talk shit well. Perfectly collide you guys and you guys are bound to make some good reality TV content and I mean why not? I think that'd be the hottest thing right now because even the Volkanovski versus Ortega one that one was kind of like alright cool I'm interested and it made it more interesting too the fight because I'm like I've been watching this whole season and now it finally boils down to this and then it fails to be this way around too. I think it'd be interesting. No, yeah for sure. I mean there's no there wasn't re- no real beef, you know with Ortega and Volkanovski, but there's some real beef between you know Kobe and, and George, so that'd be that'll sell, you know. People will watch that shit, dude, for sure. I'm, I'm, I was stoked for that. And then there's uh, Waylee Zhang versus Rose Namajunas. Rose getting that dub again. What'd you think about her performance? Safe, you know. She was sure. kind of, it was kind of too close for comfort, you know. So the last two rounds, she did what she had to do, and hold hold top position and kind of just. Stay busy on top, you know, throw a little bit of ground up pound here and there and just kind of keep moving and and uh, ultimately got her the, the safe win, split decision, you know. I mean, it yeah. wasn't safe. It wasn't, like, secured, but, I mean, she did what she had to do in the last two rounds to to make it look like she was more dominant. In the uh, fight, yeah, you know, so. I completely agree with that, bro. It was a much safer fight, too, and I, I liked how she even acknowledged to that. She was like, oh, I, I think I made it a little bit harder for myself because – I didn't have to stalk her down as much as I did and go in so often. I was like, yeah, that's true. If she was having so much success, like, 
out at range, you know. And when yeah. she was getting in those brawls, that's when she was getting caught. But I give Whaley credit. She did look a little like better in this, but she just doesn't have too much of a bottom game where she needs to get out of those positions. Just maybe Rose because she had the size on her too and like that length and, the and maybe the experience too. with the grappling. But she can only grow from here, and I think Whaley is going to oh, no. be a top She's contender be- for years to come. For sure, she'll be right. she'll be back fighting for the title. Some point, two three fights, and honestly, I can see her being a champion at some point. You never know. You never know what the fuck's gonna happen in this game. It was a split decision for a reason. I mean, it could have mm-hmm. went the other way. You know, you never know if a judge didn't see the grappling as uh, as favorable as that other guy did. You, you just never know. You know these judges mm-hmm. and stuff. So um, it was Rose's night. She got lucky. I mean, I only got to say she got lucky, but she she. Secures herself a, a, you know, a win rather than yes. going out there and finishing her and stuff. But it was it was an exciting fight. Had us on the edge of our seat, you know. Absolutely. It, it was fun. It was fun. I sure. have one Not question best, for you. But it was fun. So this pertains to a fighter that's in our hearts. We all really like, right? But do you think it's about time for the man himself, Frankie Edgar, to to leave the UFC and retire for one, once and for all? Although he said... He thought it was an early stoppage. Did you think it was an early stoppage? Should he retire? <laughs> I think questions he's, loaded in I one. Think, <laughs> I think he's done, man. Yeah, that's already two knockouts in a row. I mean, if he thinks that's early, I mean, uh, yeah, he, I know it. It would just he would have been flat out KO'd like he was against Sanhagen, and he didn't get up for a while. You know when that happened, so it's not safe. It's not. It's not good for the brain to be getting nah. slept like that, and. I mean, look at the wars he had with Gray Maynard, you know? I mean, you can hear back on JRE that he don't remember half those fights, you know, because... Getting fucking rot, bro. He was eating so much shots. And I think that, too, his chin has worn down so much. It's just... it's He's he's up there, bro. He's an old dog. You know, he's a veteran, you know, and uh, he, these younger guys are just... I mean, Cheeto's not even that much younger than him, but Cheeto's just... Experience wise, younger mm-hmm. in in fighting, you know. And his so. chin is still fucking for sure, for sure there because he eats shots pretty often, and he'll fucking keep marching forward. But fuck, dude, that that front kick to the face was nasty, devastating. I mean, his face was like all contorted, looking like mm-hmm. sad clown and shit. Put a picture of that shit. That uh, shit was insane, dude. Uh, when I seen that freeze frame of the the foot in his, essentially his toe was all up in his mouth. Oh man, I was just like, God damn, that was such a perfectly it. timed kick, though. Like, I gave oh, Cheeto so much credit for it, for especially sure. after having such a tough first round, and then you come back in the second, you're starting to look better. Possibly even won the second round, and then the third round, you come out with that fucking finish right away, huh? It was almost a minute in. It was like, yeah, like two, a minute and a half, something like that. No, actually, it was towards the end of the almost end. Of, oh, shit. Right. Yeah, it was like oh, three shit. minutes, three and a half, almost four. Jeez. Yeah, so he, he just. Put it on him when he needed to. And yeah. Fuck, dude. Poor Frankie. Another fight. So we can talk about the Shane Burgos Billy Q, but it, it sucked. That shit was a fucking banger, but it was just overshadowed, overshadowed a little bit. Overshadowed by the fucking <laughs> opener, man. <laughs> I Just, know, Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. Oh, my You're God. Like, what I do mean, you do, bro? That, like, that, that could have been its own fight night. That could have been its own headline. Its easy, own easy. main event. I mean, this shit fucking delivered. Imagine two more rounds of that shit. Yeah, I mean, I for think. For sure a finish. Oh, yeah. Gaethje for sure would have got the finish, but. Yeah. Um. Damn, dude, these guys were fucking going at it. 
after after the first round, it wasn't so like, oh shit, from Chandler. It was more like, oh shit, from Gaethje because he was just fucking rocking the shit out of Chandler. Yeah. And you know, and at one point we thought he was gonna get the finish when he knocked him down with that nasty uppercut. Yeah. And um, I think Gaethje too though was kind of tired. And kind of just grappled him, kind of tried to look like he get his wits about him real nah. quick, get his air back. And it was already too late. Chandler already kind of recovered. But after that, I mean, it wasn't too epic or anything. Nah, like it that. was nothing that was like, oh, my God, Chandler has a chance. I mean, yeah, okay, there's a, always that puncher's chance, like we, you know, what we like to say. But uh, he... There's no way you're going to knock out Gaethje. You know, you got to be, you got to be fucking one of the baddest motherfuckers just like Justin Poirier, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to knock out Gaethje. So. Yeah, no, dude, it was an interesting fight overall. I just thought it was very interesting that Chandler had such a willingness to make it a show rather than being like trying smart. to be tactical and smart. <laughs> yeah, and, and trying to figure out how to win. I think Gaethje did so much of a better job of that, just being like, all right, he's trying to get in a brawl with me constantly and throw these big-ass looping shots. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing because I'm obviously having success over him. And in the first couple rounds i was nervous i was nervous after he got rocked i thought chandler was gonna get the finish potentially i was like holy shit i was like gaethje's actually rocked because at one point bro i thought there was gonna be no chance in hell that he would even rock gaethje that it would even get close you know that was gonna be a complete sweep but i had a friend who was choosing chandler and i was like it's like why you know i'm trying to understand why and then now i'm like all right i could see it you know he has a big first round nine times out of ten in his career. And then he starts to weather down throughout time. And I think a five-round fight would have ultimately fucked him over. But overall, I was impressed by him. And even though he didn't get the W, I think that his stock in the UFC still rises and it goes up higher. Because I want to see him fight in the future and see who he gets to go against. Because, I mean, he brings a fight, you know. He brings an interesting fight. And although it's not to his benefit with the fight, you know, I think everybody loves to see a dog like that, you know. Someone that can bring a show every single time. Yeah, he has he has a few f- more exciting fights like that if he if he yeah. chooses to. Um, but you also can't do that forever either. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. He has a few more fights like that to ride off into the sunset. Um, or if he has a really you know aspirations of getting towards the belt, then yes. maybe he needs to be a little more smarter with his fighting game. You know, so um, I'm excited to see him back in a month, two months, three months, maybe. <laughs> We'll I see. hope you see him soon, honestly, but he's probably going to wait to see how that title fight ends up panning out because it is next month. That's between Poirier versus uh, Charles Oliveira. Dude, I've been so stoked for that shit. I can't wait for that. Oh, that shit's going to end the year off with fucking a cherry on top. Like, Oof. My boy <laughs> Dustin getting the belt. You know they're about to stack <laughs> the card up too, but we can talk about next week's card. Uh, next week, I mean... Misha Tate versus uh, Caitlin Vieira. The rest of the card is pretty good, bro. I know that Davey Grant versus Adrian Yanez is on that card. That's a good fight. Uh, I think uh, Yanez walks away with that one, man. Yeah, me too. I think he's going to end up being the ultimately the... I think he's going to knock he's out more Davey. technical guy, but Davey is tough, dude. I know that Davey's going to give him a challenge and at least be up in his face, but I think maybe the second round, third round, that's when Giannis can start to break him down even more and get the finish at the end of the round. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking second, maybe right. third. Yeah, because he's, I mean, Giannis yeah. is so measured the whole time. He he's gonna doesn't bre- pick up his pace too high, constant. He's going to break him with his boxing, bro, for yeah. sure. He's a, he's a, that's what I love to see, though. I am so excited to see how he ends up panning out. And sometimes these card with, like, smaller names, they're not so interesting to people that are like, more casual fans that just know the big names. But to us... 
we're like, oh, these guys are coming out of the contender series. They're coming out of some different places. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm interested to see what the fuck they're going to do. And Adrian Giannis is a contender. that Dude, I think he's going to be a, like, he's gonna be a name in the future, a big oh. name. Someone headlining cards or someone that's going to be a co-main of like huge, huge cards type shit, you know? No, he'll, he'll be a champ one day for sure. Yeah. But um, it's it it's not so. What else? Yeah, what else? It's, name it's, some. Name it's, some. It's very. What's main card? Non-casual, <laughs> friendly. What's what's main card? Um, co-main. Just break it down. Co-main's it's pretty pretty interesting. We got Michael uh, Chiesa versus uh, Sean Brady. Oh, that's a banger. That that's that's good. I'm going, I thought the card was a banger. I'm honestly. going with uh, <laughs> no, it's not. No, I thought it was uh, good. I thought it was a good low-key card. Sean Sean Brady. Um, you got Sean Brady for sure. I mean, he's his grappling is pretty damn good, and his hands are are are, are sharp. You know, um, Sean Brady is fucking my, good. But Mikey Michael Chiesa is is uh, he's long, bro, and he's he's strong, mm-hmm. and he likes to get the friction on. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> Not for real though. He likes to grapple, and he um, he he's. He's a tough son of a bitch to take down. I mean, Luke, Luke literally had to get out of uh, a dangerous situation to get yes. him into a dangerous submission. And Kiesa um, is a dog, um, but I think Sean Brady is just—he's undefeated. But I think I think he can he can get past um, Michael Kiesa. Maybe get a get a decision. Maybe a, a submit. Nah, maybe he can knock him out. I think it's going to be on the feet because, yeah. you know, they're two grapplers. Sometimes it just cancels out, and then, then you have to stand up with each other. Michael Chiesa, honestly, his stand-up game is still not so advanced yet. And it troubles me because I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, with a guy like Luca, for example, I was like, dude, you have to get him down. You have to try to submit him. And then for everything, the way it happened, and then for him to get submitted, I'm like, oh, fuck. But I think that this matchup should be really dude i'd be so stoked if they actually started to grapple with each other and then we just see like this crazy master class in grappling you know where it's very active and they're moving side to side but i feel like sean brady has that size on him that he'll just like move position to position slowly you know but like anaconda your ass like where he's like slowly rising and stuff but i I don't even know who would win this fight in my head like i don't even have a like a pick no i mean it's it's a i I mean if i was an odds maker it'd be like a pick them to me yeah, you know, for sure, for sure. sure. But um, I'm riding with uh, Brady. I mean, other than that, I mean, I think Terrence McKinney versus uh, that's Fr- a f- oh, bro. This Fr- is ZM. They've been talking all the shit to each other online, social so media that, and shit. Terrence McKinney, uh, ever since he came, uh, he he came out and he debuted. Uh, I mean, I've been pretty <coughs> excited to see him uh, come back. And, Dude, the UFC is really, really hyping him up. Right and now he's too. yeah, he's a and he talks a lot on Twitter too. So. Mm-hmm. He was talking shit to Patty the Batty at some point, but I just like him overall, his personality, and I think that the UFC's machine is going to completely back him up because he's a finisher, and if through time he just gets better and better and better, I think they're going to be so much about him. Because right now, bro, they have already done so many pieces on him on YouTube and on UFC Fight Pass. He has, like, a whole video, like, just dedicated to him. And, I mean, he does have a crazy-ass story, too. So I completely understand why they're covering him so much. But his fighting performances always show for who he is, too. Because I think in, like, the last nine fights or some shit, he has all first round. They're all they all finish in the first round. They're all finished. E- nice. Either he gets finished or he finishes them. I yeah. think he has a loss to Woodson, that, that one guy we're talking about, too. I could see him losing by, like, a knee or some crazy shit to Woodson. No, yeah, he's, he's wild. 
Yeah. Um, but he's dope. He's dope. And then Faraz Yam is a striker too. He's a kickboxer. So that's it's gonna be. Let's see how if he is see if he can control his. You know, if that it high can be pace. a controlled wildness, yeah. you know, because uh, Faraz is no, he's no joke. He he can strike, so it's it, it's gonna be interesting. What other ones are another is it? Uh, nah, it's me. Oh, well, sounds like a motherfucker rap. <laughs> and that's it. All that's right. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Smoke from the Sidelines. If you don't already, go follow on YouTube. Well, actually, subscribe on YouTube, right? And then follow on Instagram, Spotify, Apple. We are on TikTok now, too. So we're going to be posting some clips on there and that whole, too. But yeah, thank you guys for listening to the episode. I appreciate it. Everybody that came out to the barbecue pop up this weekend. Appreciate the fuck out of you guys. Yes, we couldn't have been able to donate without you guys. So Much that was love. huge, dude. Priya, appreciate the fuck out of that. Thank you, Alexis, for being behind the ones and twos today. And yeah, we out. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. Yeah.